You are about to receive messages that may be harmful to your mental state. Your sense of reality will be questioned. Your view on things will be altered. You are now part of the meta. The meta controls everything. The meta determines what will and will not happen. You are watching the meta show. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to War Watch week number three. Today is July 4th, 2020. Happy Independence Day to the United States and to all my fellow Americans. Everywhere across freedom, the baby, freedom. Plane. We are happy to be here with you today. As you can see, we're doing things a little bit differently this week. We have a timer. We have a live shot of 1DQ. There might be something happening. It's going to be interesting. So, I mean, obviously we're going to war. Uh, and as a result, we have a bit of a freestyle meta show because I, you know, I have to be balanced this time, right? You guys can go nuts in the comments and talk as much shit as you want in chat, and we do absolutely encourage that. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, it, it seems that our enemies don't really know what we're planning on doing still. So that kind of limits my ability to like talk shit and like, you know, I, I don't want to be like Vili on talking in stations and just spell out for the entire galaxy all the shit we have cooked up because I'm a fucking adult as an autocrat goes. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do our best. Uh, you know, this might just end up being like Brisk and me shooting the shit, talking shit. Um, you know, we, we, there's some things we can reveal in public. We're gonna basically like go over what the bad guys are doing in terms of war plans that are publicly available. So like, you know, who's done what, where. Uh, and then what I'm really excited about uh, is actually has nothing to do with war. It's going to be right after the meta show, guys, and this is going to be like super fucking cool. So here's the deal. I, I'm Bruce, do you mind? I'm just going to like launch into this show. Please go right ahead. I want to hear it because I want to do this okay. too. Okay, so uh, check this out. Our enemies do not know what we're doing. They did not, maybe they do now. They didn't expect us to have a state of the Goonian tonight, uh, where by tonight I mean in like what? Uh, two and a half hours is when I'm going to start running my mouth when I have a state of the union. Um, so they have decided to huddle up in their staging systems and watch the speech. And you know what? I am delighted to have them huddle up in their staging systems and watch the speech. I'm totally down for that. That's great. Uh, so basically all of you is going to be sitting around and watching us do the speech. And before that, because waiting until midnight or the, you know, 0001, which is when the nip officially slips, uh, which I think is really clever. I love the whole nip slip thing. Uh, what we're going to do is throw a fucking party because nobody loves to club like the fucking Imperium does. And so while everybody on the side of the, you know, the hordes, 102 odd alliances that are going to be assembled against us in one DQ one, we're going to have a fireworks show and we have our fucking, you know, amazing, the Imperium DJ fucking mind one, the man, the myth, the legend is going to be from the end of this meta show until the start of the speech is going to be doing a live stream fucking badass DJ set to get us you know, piped up. He's going to talk some shit about test. We invite our enemies to tune in and enjoy the party that we throw that we know that you guys are not cool enough to throw yourselves. Uh, but you can watch us enjoy ourselves. We'll have a fireworks show and you know, we'll, we'll do some, some fun herf blurf. Uh, and then 22.30, big speech. Everybody's going to tune in. I'm going to say some things. Some of them hopefully will be a surprise. Uh, and then uh, at 0001, one minute after midnight, uh, the nip officially slips and uh, stuff will happen or maybe it won't. Uh, who knows? It'll be, uh, it'll be a thing. So th that's what we're doing here. So guys, we're going to end the show a little bit early today, uh, just uh, only like three or four minutes early such that we can go ahead and get things set up for mine one to do his DJ set. And then there's going to be like fireworks party in one DQ one until we have the fucking state of the Goonian, and then we're going to put some fucking puppies to the sword. And I'll, I'll tell you guys, if you have not spent any time listening to Mind Wand streams or his mix cloud or anything, you're missing out. This guy is one of the absolute best DJs I've ever heard. And yes, I look like an old white dude, but I used to be a young guy, and I used to go out all the time, and my wife can attest to it because we used to go to the same clubs when we were in college. And I'll tell you, I've, I've heard a lot of DJs over the years. He is at least in the top 10. And I've heard them all over the place. Dude the is, is legit. Great. He is fucking legit. legit. Old school, not some Winamp DJ. He's legit. He knows his stuff. 
And uh, he met him in Vegas, hung out with him in Vegas. He and his wife are lovely people. He's got a great family. He has a great stream. So if you aren't following uh, Mind One's uh, Twitch stream, you should do that anyway. But you gotta you gotta come out and watch. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, I, I feel bad for the enemy because like one of the things is this. Like I, I'm I'm just gonna go on it. There's gonna be lots of tangents, guys. Like we uh, so I'm. This will be a tangent out. show. Exactly. It's like it's not quite a fireside style show because obviously like I'm. We're we're all in serious we business mode here. We've got we've got a war. We got a countdown, but we're also headed to a party. It's things are crazy. But um, one of the things that I think is going to be interesting here is that many of our enemies have not seriously fought us from a hell war perspective uh, since the casino war, right? And in the casino war, the Imperium was in a very different sort of system, right? Like we were a much more traditional Eve Online coalition. Uh, we had rebranded the Imperium, uh, the Imperium, because names matter. Uh, and I was sick of it being a clusterfuck, uh, but it was still a bit of a clusterfuck. And then when the casino war happened, obviously, like CO2 betrayed us, we had to delete CO2, uh, we forged the goon hammer, and we've done things that are very different than they were in the past uh, for several years now. And one of the things that I think is going to be interesting to see, and I could be wrong, and again, our entire empire might be about to get mowed over here. I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, I could look like an idiot in a week. Stranger things have happened. God knows I look like an idiot all the time anyway. Uh, but these guys are expecting to fight a traditional coalition of the sort that they are often themselves in, right? And since the casino war, we completely rebuilt the Imperium from the ground up to attempt to learn from the mistakes that we made in losing the casino war. Uh, and so for most of the last several years, our campaigns, we've fought various campaigns. They haven't been hell wars. There've been lots of super capital battles. We've done very well in them, whereby we've done very well in them. I mean, we've won them all and our enemies have docked up their faction titans and blah, blah, blah. But these guys haven't come to Delve. Like when we talk about Fortress Delve, when we talk about like the Imperium core, they don't know what that means because these guys most of the time have been seeing us like, you know, content deployments. We go up to fucking Cloud Ring, you know, they move their deployment blob near us. We move our deployment blob near there. You know, maybe there's like a little slap fight between, you know, who's got the bigger blob or whatever. Uh, but, you know, org-wise, structurally, the way that we, we do things, these guys have not really seen uh, what we have built. And, you know, for all I know, uh, for all I know, what we have built since the casino war will not work. I mean, I'm confident in it. I think it's going to fucking work, but I could be wrong. And I'm really eager to see what happens when these motherfuckers come to Fortress Delve and see this, you know, just amazing pubby wood chipper that we have created to just sort of, you know, if they want to jump into it, can't stop them. So, yeah, that's, uh, that, that to me, I think, is is the interesting thing because look, we have not had a major empire versus empire war at this scale since the casino war. Now, I know that other wars have been big. I think it was a pretty big deal when we went up north in class tribute. I think it was a pretty big deal when we had we saw the CO two test fountain war kind of thing. I, I guess tribute fountain MTECO fights in like late twenty sixteen, early twenty seventeen. Those were kind of big. And then, of course, you had, you know, UALX, you had X-47, you had the Test versus Fraternity War. We've had wars. There's always wars happening in EVE. It's nev there's never a period, really, where there is such utter and complete peace that the main groups are not at least skirmishing with each other. But to say that you have a immobilization of the size that we have seen in the last two or three weeks, not just from the Imperium, but from PanFam, from Legacy, from all of these groups... It's absolutely crazy. The other thing I want to point out, and we were going to talk about this uh, a little bit later, but I figured I might as well throw it out now because we have the stuff. Um, it's absolutely insane the number of bad guys that these guys have put together to fight us. Now I'm going to throw I'm going to throw this up because here's a compare. All right, now Go for so it. The, Go for it. the numbers that they have up here, but throw this on the screen. Ignore the everyone else category because that was that's a little old. That was from yesterday. So it's old now. Mm -hmm. But our Imperium Alliance numbers, that's us. The Imperium is 15 alliances. That's Goons and Enid and Bastion and Lawn and TNT and those guys. And most of those are support alliances, right? So like when we're Correct. talking about like the Imperium core, like the main Imperium alliances, there's eight of them. And then uh, I didn't know that we had added it up to 15. And the last time I saw what the support alliances was up to 11. So I'm not sure what the data on that is. But basically, you know, things like mercenaries, me, so. uh, you know, uh, various 
orgs that might be allied, but the Imperium core is eight alliances and three support alliances. And I could be wrong, but basically the point is we have what, like 47,000 pilots. Oh, according, to, according 15, to this, 52. it's 52,000 okay. characters that we have okay. in the Imperium alliances. We're on let number three you. to one. I'm comfortable with that. All right. Now let me show you, uh, let me show you the blue donut. And these guys give us a hard time to call us blobbers. This is what is coming for us in three hours and 45 minutes. I mean, it fills the screen. They have <laughs> over a hundred alliances Jesus Christ. alone. 142,000, almost 143,000 wow. total characters. In Am I supposed alliances. to be scared? Am I supposed to be fucking scared by all these like joiners and also rands blobbing together against us? I mean, look, you know, the thing is, is this, and, and I'm going to say this a lot. Uh, I, I was, I'm going to go off on a tangent about the Roman Empire and the Greek Empire and all sorts of empire related things here. So brace yourselves. Uh, you know, the uh, Greek city states had a problem where they only had uh, citizenship was purely based on birth. Like you couldn't become a citizen of like Thrace or Athens unless you were born there. And one of the big innovations of the Roman Empire was to have a process of a culturalization and naturalization where you could become a citizen if you learned the mores of the people. Uh, and one of the things that we have done in the Imperium is that over the years, as Goonfleet's history has sort of, uh, I wouldn't say separated from, because we're still culturally extremely goony because of the sort of way in which we do things, but we have figured out how to teach people who join Goonswarm how to become like us and how to acculturate them and how to be Imperium citizens. And one of the things that has surprised me over the years, because we have been calling puppies puppies since 2005, when Gunstorm first started playing this game, is a recent uptick, particularly amongst these 150,000 people uh, who are going to be coming at us, uh, is they're really mad about getting called puppies, which I think is really interesting because <laughs> like they, like they, it's not like we were talking about this last month, right? Goons have been calling people puppies forever. It's what we do. Every empire has barbarians. So if you are not part of the empire, there's going to be some sort of word like barbarian, or in this case, puppy, to describe everybody who is not part of the imperial system. But I think it's really funny whenever these guys get together and start gearing up on wars that they are really mad on Reddit about the fact that goons have for the last however many years called everybody not us puppies. Uh, and so I just want to say, guys, like, look, you don't have to be a puppy. You can, if you're part of the empire and you learn how to behave, not like a puppy, lo and behold, you are no longer a puppy. So if you're mad about goons in the Imperium calling you a puppy, I would just like to suggest one, one thing. Try not being a fucking puppy, and then maybe we'll stop calling you a fucking puppy, right? It's like you that, can argue easy, about guys. something awful.com all you want. We don't easy. use the word that way. When we call you a fucking puppy, we're calling you a fucking puppy because you act like barbarian invaders who are attacking our empire, which you clearly are like a bunch of hypocritical fucking puppies. So cry more, please. We love it. And again, as usual, because it's a hell war, it's not like a normal content deployment or anything like that. It's a real war. When we're going to find something that makes you angry, if you whine about it on Reddit, we'll go, you know, because again, like we've been calling the barbarians puppies forever. So it's kind of like, why are they so mad about it now? They're looking for some reason to get all riled up. We find what you're mad about, and then we make you choke on it. That's how a real works. Well, a real war works in EVE Online. So if you cry about, oh, God, goons are calling us puppies, we're going to call you fucking puppies until you stop acting like fucking puppies. So. It's not hard. I mean, it's like you guys never never went to elementary school. You never got into fights on the playground. As soon as a kid says, stop doing that, I don't like that, that's when everybody does it. It's not hard. You can't, you can't, you can't do that stuff. Now, I will say, I love the fact that you're pointing out the hell war aspect of this because we just had our in-it State of the Alliance, and Sister Bliss made it abundantly clear that this is different. This is not anything that anybody has seen in a long time. And one of the things that he said that I was struck by because it warmed the cockles of my heart, we're not going to stop till all these guys are done. It'll take 10 years. We will chase down every little pissant alliance that came at us this time. And we will make sure that there are no more deals. There aren't going to be any more nips. We're not going to be putting any more. And there's there's going to be no questions of, of diplomatic solutions unless we're the ones offering them. This is it. This is a fight. And we're going to go down and we're, or we're, or we're going to win. I think we're going to win. Because for all the reasons that Matani and I have been talking about for the last two or three weeks, and for the fact that I think we've been through it before, we have learned from our mistakes. These guys won the last war. 
they don't they didn't learn anything they don't have their cheetah disc anymore too like they don't have the the infinite casino-esque like the usual excuses they could hide behind for how they're going to get their courage up with their like 103 alliances or 99 alliances worth of blues i had actually thought so i'm supposed to give a speech in a couple hours and one of my ideas because i love shoving the hypocrisy of the puppy hordes in their faces right because again you don't have to be a puppy you could just not do this but you can choose going not to, to be a puppy. Yeah, you can choose. You can learn how to not be a puppy, right? Uh, but what we have here, uh, these guys, I was going to read out on the state of the union all of the alliances arrayed against us because I want it to be a matter of like the historical record on the speech when like games journalists and all these people who don't really know how Eve works come in and they listen to the speech I'm going to give in a couple hours. I wanted to have a record of all of these motherfuckers that are coming at us because they're cowards. Uh, and, but to read out the names of like, I, I have to like, see if I can do this and like time it out because imagine reading the names of like 103 alliances on a fucking speech. It might take me 20 fucking minutes to get through this pile of fucking nerds who are coming at us. Uh, so, you know, maybe I, I haven't, I haven't written that part of the speech yet. I'm clearly it's a problem because, uh, you know, it's just all of these people who have ever whined about a blue donut this, blue donut that. Um, you know, the one thing about this is the common denominator in all of these blue donut arguments that everybody in EVE has been having for years, the common denominator is test alliance placing model, right? Like, if you look at it, let's, let's take the PanFam thing away, let's take the test thing away. You could say that, uh, you know, in the past Imperial Legacy, Blue Donut, Goons and Legacy blobbing. Well, of course, we now know that Test has been planning to backstab us for a very long time. Uh, but at least on the face of it, there was an Imperial Legacy and that we were in theory on the same side against PanFam, but of course, Test are a bunch of backstabbers and there you go. Um, and now, 103 alliances, where what's the common denominator in all these blues? It's Test. So, well, and I'm not going to get in the way of initiative hell warring everybody and chasing everyone down for the, the, the rest of forever, because I'm all about that shit. You guys know how I roll. But one of the things that is funny to me about this whole war is the casino war. Um, there was a dude who really had a huge part in the casino war, and I think that historically he does not get enough credit for his strategic intelligence and finding ways to crack apart uh, the Imperium's footprint in the Galactic Northwest. Uh, before Killaby and the PL guys came in and started beating their chests and talking about how great they were for like winning the casino war or whatever, uh, most of the yeoman's work of really uh, figuring it out uh, was a guy from Mercenary Coalition named Saber A. And uh, Mercenary Coalition, this dude, uh, he fought against us in the Great War. He was originally a member of Evolution. And I met him at Vegas a couple years ago. Uh, and we know that he, you know, he wasn't on our radar at all until our spies got access to the Skype logs of the sort of early planning phase of the casino war. Uh, and, you know, he was, he was really good, right? Like he, he got us, right? It helped that they had the 20 trillion ISK and all this other sort of stuff, but we had uh, a weak spread, uh, spread out empire. This thing uh, came from an area that we didn't realize because it was a conflict originally born out of some strife involving SMA. And then Saber A kind of like took this and planned it and really got the ball rolling. On the casino war and then you know later on you have the joiners and the looky loos and the wannabes coming in and docking their faction titans and taking credit for the work of like the saber a guy now the reason i'm talking about saber a's contribution to the casino war and making it happen is that one of the things that i think is so fucking funny about this war is that it is planned by test alliance please ignore this is a party that Test is throwing, and 103 between 99 and 103 alliances. Who knows? Because by the time I give the speech, there might be another 50 alliances that they've blued. These yeah, they, we still have time for them to add another 50. I, mean, I know, easy, right? I know. So, like, you know, these guys are, are going to come at us, uh, and Test cooked it up. It wasn't like a Saber A plan. It, as far as I can tell, uh, you know, one of the funniest things to me is that they did not have a plan for us fighting back, right? And for the last couple of weeks, I'm not gonna talk about what their plan is exactly until you know the rubber hits the road, um, but for the last couple of weeks, you know, the Imperium has been preparing like mad. We have essentially been no-lifing EVE Online uh, ever since we got wind of this and announced the withdrawal from Cloud Ring, and then we started doing all this. And then later they're like, oh, well, we're gonna end the nip in two weeks. How dare you call us a bunch of backstabbing puppies, like a bunch of backstabbing puppies that would be our friends in test. Um, 
So, you know, we've been at it, we've been preparing, we've been regular, you know, ready for this the entire time. And when we announced a couple of days ago that we're going to do a state of the Gunion and that the NIP will end or slip at one minute after midnight, uh, you know, if you're on the legacy side, if you're, if you're allied with the, the, the test scheme, uh, you know they didn't have a plan for us to do a fucking thing because, you know, the last couple of days you've been watching your, quote, leadership, unquote, scramble around like chickens with their heads cut off because even though they planned this for a very long time, the geniuses in Test Alliance contrasted to Saber A, who was scheming things in the casino war and did quite well, uh, these chuckle fucks didn't even think of the possibility that we might fight back, right? I mean, it's like metagaming against a bunch of fucking toddlers. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I do not mind people and brave newbies. Again, random people in Legacy Coalition. I don't even know who these 103 alliances of randos are, right? I mean, I might try to read them out on the meta show. We'll see. But a lot of people are just going to come to this thing because they're looking for another Casino War style event and they're expecting, you know, they're going to want to see some cool fights. They're going to think that they're storming the gates of Fortress Delve and they believe, they genuinely believe that we are a weak and rotten empire that is going to cave in at any moment. So, you know, I, I'm not going to hold a grudge against brave newbies. Uh, I know that Test planned this thing, this is Test's fault, and that we will be holding Test accountable. So Test is next, we haven't exactly made a secret about that. Um, but, you know, it's just, I mean, I, I, would, I thought there was like a 14th dimensional chess play because I was like, this plan is fucking dumb. Like this is seriously, like the last three weeks, we have been racking our brains going like, why are they doing this in this way? Like what we believe are their plans. For all we know, the plans that we have are lies and you know they're metagaming us and we haven't figured it out. But what we've seen in the last 48 hours appears to be that these guys planned to move to the catch, you know, move up to catch and then attack into Aquarius and all this stuff. Uh, and just assumed that we would sit there and not attack back. So they didn't have any any defensive plans, anything. They didn't even conceive of us counterattacking. I just I and, and, and that that to me is one of these. It's one of these funny things. It's like the most amateur thing that you can do in in planning to fight anywhere. It's you focus all your attention on your plans. What are right, I'm going to move my guys here. We're going to do this. We're going to hit these guys. We're going to hit that guy. We're going to hit this. And you never stop to think, what's what happens if this guy does this? What happens if this guy does this? What happens if this guy does this? And yes, it is true. It is possible to get too much, try to get too much into your own head and worry too much about uh, what the other guy's going to do to you. That, 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 that actually reminds me of a funny Civil War story. Mm-hmm. Grant was uh, brought in charge of all the Union armies after, at, after Gettysburg and after uh, Vicksburg. He comes, he comes east. He was a Western theater commander. The Eastern theater commanders are all like, oh, it's, Grant's coming, but yeah, yeah, you think you're all hot shit, but you never, you never met Bobby Lee. And so they would sit around, and, and they were in the wilderness fight, and, uh, and, and it was getting pretty hot. And all of his staff guys were sitting around thinking, Bobby Lee's going to do this. Bobby Lee's going to do that. They're going to do this. He's going to do that. He's going to come over here. He's going to do that. We can't do anything. And Grant gets up and he says, I've had it. I don't want to hear any more about Bobby Lee. You guys think he's going to do a double somersault and land in our rear. I want you to start thinking about what you're going to do to him. Bring some cannons up here. And then what did he proceed to do? He proceeded to kick Bobby Lee's ass all the way to Petersburg and end the war. So you got to focus on what you're going to do to the other guy, and you can't let him get in your head. But damned if you don't, if you don't at least assume that you're going to get somebody coming out and trying to do things that you're not anticipating, you're not paying any attention. Now to that other point, to the point that you're trying to figure out what we're trying to figure out what they're doing, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That's that's always an issue that you have with people. Because I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm a big poker guy. I love poker. I love to play poker in casinos. I like to play poker on my iPad. I like to play poker with my friends. I have this one buddy, and we were in a poker league, and we played together every Saturday night. And I'm I'm a I'm a theoretical poker guy. I read the books. I watch. I got the Doyle Brunson books. I read all everything I can. I watch the shows. I learn the math. I think about it. I'm analytical. I know the hands to play. My other buddy, he just does random shit, and I I he he sits there and he does stuff and he wins. And I, and I keep thinking, how does this guy keep winning? Uh, why can't I anticipate what he's doing? And he's the problem is, but he just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So he, right, just, exactly. he just does random stuff and gets and, and lucks out. And I'm sitting there trying to think, all right, 
this guy, all right, he, he's raised three times in a row. Obviously, all right, so the hands here, he must have, you know, must have kings or queens, or he's got, a, you know, big slick or something. And I, all right, I got I to gotta bet this way, this way. And he beats me, and then he pulls it up, and, and it's like dog shit. Uh, you got 2-7 off suit, and you stayed in when I was double raise, I'm raising you from the beginning. Why? He's like, eh, I thought it was a good hand. You can't, that's the hard part. When you know what you're doing and the other side doesn't, trying to anticipate them, it's like trying to guess what's going through a toddler's head. They're looking at you, and you're thinking, oh, man, this this, this kid, he, he must hate my guts. He thinks I'm some old guy who doesn't get it or anything. And the kid's just thinking, I wonder what it's like outside if I throw a rock at a tree. He has no idea what he's doing. So I, that's the hard part. When you're trying to deal with tapping, I, I don't I don't know if it's possible for us to really guess what they're doing because I don't think they know what they're doing. Well, we actually had a – so we had a skirmish commander meeting like four or five days ago, which is like a, a year in campaign time, so in ancient history by now. And, and one of the things that we talked about is exactly how difficult it is to predict stupid or the untrained fighter. So like Asher has a great analogy he likes, which is, uh, you know, newbie boxers are extremely dangerous. Zanaria just uh, sort of pointed out here in chat that uh, the swordmaster fears the uh, untrained person because, you know, uh, what is it? There was this old famous blog back in the day about like mainly fighting game strategy and theory from Serlin.net. It was talking about uh, competitive fighting game uh, games and like meta levels and basically describing the difference between what he called scrubs and competitive players. And the idea that at, I mean, let's put it like this. When I am scheming against Vince or Gobbins or Norris, um, you know, you have to think in terms of 13th dimensional chess, right? You need to think about play and counterplay and meta and counter meta and all, like all of this stuff in like the EVE Online Game of Thrones or whatever that's been going on for more than a decade now. Uh, and then, you know, I, I'd really kind of forgotten what a test alliance like plan looks like. And, you know, I got to say, I'm going to say a little bit more about this on the uh, on, on the actual speech, which you guys will get to watch pretty soon. Uh, it'll be streamed, so even our enemies will get to watch. We want our enemies to watch because I want you guys to tune in when I talk shit about you. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that's fucked up about this is that trying to prepare for this test-planned war has really made me appreciate in a lot of ways how, hate to say it, how competent and almost even respectable the some of our opponents that we're usually because you know we're usually fighting NC Dot and anybody affiliated with NC Dot like we're we're always sort of you know prosecuting the the sort of grudges from the Great War and the follow-ons from that and you know it's just like my God uh, you know uh, trying to scheme against Panfam you can actually scheme like there are there's real stuff going on there and this stuff with tests is just. It's fucking amateur hour. So, I mean, we'll see. I, mean, I might, I mean, I might, you know, we might look like fools in a matter of hours, right? It's entirely like, possible. Yeah. I, so. I have never claimed to be, uh, you know, a, a mind reader or, or a prognosticator, but, you know, I, I call it like I see it. And this war so far, I've seen a lot of stuff on our side and I, I'm looking forward to. Uh, and Villy's shook. Like, you can, you can just fucking tell that Villy is shook. Like, they have, uh, uh, you know, these guys, they can't plan outside of anything that is, that doesn't go into like a, a written down op plan. They don't really do the meta very well because they're simply, and you know, again, when I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about like, like Vince is incredibly sneaky. Uh, you know, Gobbins, very smart. Norris, very smart. These are cagey operators that you have to you have to think about what they're doing and assume that they're lying to you about something or that they could be lying. And you're going like three or four meta levels deep. Uh, but you know, test, they, the things that they haven't even figured out yet, I can't tell, like, it's driving me crazy. Cause I can't tell if it's actually just ignorance or if they are like some sort of like triple meta inception play, but fuck, I mean, these guys can't conceive of anything that isn't part of a pre-planned thing. And they couldn't even plan for us fighting back. Like, I mean, whatever. The way this, this war is going to go, I'm going to make a prediction here and we'll see how it goes. Like, either we get rolled because, you know, PanFam has brought a whole bunch of people to Hophead, and that's a, a good, effective, salient idea. If they're staging in Hophead, uh, they may move to a secondary staging for their like fountain salient, but from Hophead, that's sensible and intelligent and a normal way of coming to attack Delve and the Imperium, right? Like, that's 
what you would expect from competent players. Go to Hophead, you can project power into NPC Fountain, you can then project power into uh, Imperium areas there, or if you need to from Hophead, you can project power into Northern Quarius, or you could come into one tech ass. That's, that's how you play the game, right? Like, that's good. Yay, right? Normal. This fucking shit that Test is doing, I... Uh... <laughs> yeah, well... <sighs> you know, and, and I, I don't even thing. know what to say. Well, and, and, and I think, you know, based on, based on everything, I, I think this is going to be an interesting war. You're exactly right. We can't tell what's going to happen. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe... Maybe numbers is more important than strategy, is more important than heart, and 150,000 will beat 53,000. There, there is this belief in the community that N plus one uh, can triumph over everything. They haven't uh, met our citadels, and I, I can't wait to introduce them to our citadels. Well, ex exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Right. Like, the last war, it's, it, it, I mean, Casino War was different. It's not, it, it, we're in an entirely different war now. Um, I, uh, I I forgot my prediction. Sorry. So I actually oh, had to go ahead. That tell me the prediction. I, I, I was so like I was thinking the hop hip thing was good, and then I was like thinking about test plan, and then my brain shorted out because it's that dumb. So here's how this thing is going to go down. Maybe we'll cave in like a rotten melon, and the puppies will run around and cheer and whatever. Uh, I welcome them to one DQ one. We have such wonderful things prepared for you. Uh, but because test has this history of trying to backstab people, usually us, and then allying up with PanFam and then getting abandoned by PanFam or attacked by PanFam because I don't think it's necessary that, necessarily the case that like PanFam is backstabbing Test in the past because uh, they just like doing it, but it's just more that working with Test is so annoying and excruciating that eventually you just want to shoot them. Uh, and so what's going to happen here is either the Imperium gets rolled or Test gets it because there's i'm making no secret about the fact that for the imperium our path to victory is through test skull right like they're planning this thing there are 103 bads glued up together but test is right next door and our path to victory is through their skull like it's pretty obvious so you know if panfam half-asses this or doesn't completely like strike deep into delve immediately everybody who's an adult in the room already knows how this is going to go down uh, and I, I think that Tess doesn't realize, uh, you know, they think that they're in on the joke because they've, they're working together with all these guys, but what they don't realize is that they're the fucking punchline. Like, if the bad guys do not aggressively counterattack, or not counterattack, <laughs> we're already at a point where I'm saying the bad guys need to aggressively counterattack. We were the ones supposed to be getting invaded by all these guys. But basically, like, uh, you know, I, I'm delighted to see NC.com and try to defend Tess's Sov against us well, i mean that's, we all know that's the quick that's the question so this is test idea we know this is test idea i mean it was it was pro god and the guys shopping us around uh from the beginning so what happens when panfam gets bored i mean they have if, if they lose hey this wasn't our war we didn't start this war this was test war they could walk away easily and mm -hmm. and be able to say well we had our fun it's great we're gonna go do something else now and that's it you know uh, so I, I, I have to say that, that, that I, I think this time around, the allies are so loosely gathered. And I said this last show and people seem to either think I didn't know what I was talking about or, or that I, I wasn't making a lot of sense. But when you have a, a coalition as big as this, with as many different egos in it, it doesn't have a unified command structure. I don't know how they coordinate their stuff. I don't even want to I don't want to imagine what it's going to be like sitting in the discords with those guys. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's 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 going to be crazy. And listening, I mean, can you imagine having to having to sit through a pro god rant for an hour before he tells you what he's going to do? I don't know. Now, the second thing, the, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and mm -hmm. and the CSM dealt with this, and and I wanted to talk a little bit about it because we had some time on the show. The big the big what if the big question mark that underlines this entire conflict is going to be what happens if CCP decides to change the rules of the middle of the game. Now, I know people look at me and they say, well, Brisk, why would they do that? And I have to laugh at it because like, they've done it before. I mean, if, if you look back, the Casino War started right as Citadels were starting to come out. You had the end of the tribute glassing that we did, I guess, what was that earlier this year? I, I can't even remember. I can't even know. I was, guess it was last year. We were up in the north fighting against, uh, uh, against Sort and the guys, and then all of a sudden we got to pull back because Drifters start attacking all of our, uh, all of our stuff. 
at a rate 50% higher than what they were attacking anywhere else in the game. So you have to ask yourselves, all right, if, if we get into this big war and something happens and CCP makes a major game change that has some kind of a crazy impact on one side versus the other, whether it's in favor of the Imperium or in favor of NC Dot and, and Test and Pam Pham and, 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 and the rest of those guys, all hell's going to break loose. And I don't want to deal with that. So we put the CSM put out a statement on Friday. We drafted it together basically to say that we were going to ask CCP to please be to carefully consider any game changes that they plan on making to NullSec stuff that could have an impact on a war. That's an awesome lance in the background there. Uh, so that there's no way that anybody could accuse either the CSM of trying to metagame CCP to get them to make changes that would benefit one side, or that CCP was putting their thumb on the scale to benefit somebody in the war. And that was a reason why we made the statement. Now, I know that there are a lot of people out there that hate the CSM, that the statement wasn't for you. I know there are a lot of people out there who think everybody on the CSM is trying to game it, trying to screw everyone else over. They are only in it for themselves. They don't care about anything but their group. The message wasn't for you either. The message was for my friends in it, the line members and goons, the line members and Tess, the line members and Panfam, the big empire groups that are in this war who have representatives on the CSM to let you know that yes, we have told CCP, be careful what you put in the game in the next couple months while this war is going on, because we don't want you to get in the way of our fun. And that's the entire point. And I think for, I've heard multiple people already saying, well, this, what, happen, what happens if this guy goes and talks to this person? What happens if this guy goes and talks to this person? We want to make it clear. This war is going to be a big deal. It's going to, it already is a big deal. We have 1,500 people watching this stream right now. That's three times our normal number. Everybody is excited. Everybody wants to see what's going to happen in the next when this when the, when the nip is pierced in three three hours and twenty minutes. We want to see what's going to happen. Okay. So at the end of the day, it's in everybody's best interest, our best interest, the game's best interest, CCP's best interest. Let us have this giant war. Reap all the earned media that you can and do every PC Gamer interview and Kotaku and everything else because it's going to be big and enjoy it and just don't change the rules on us in the middle. You know, we don't want the rules changed. We want to fight this out. We want everybody to be saying when this thing is over that the reason we won the war is because we kicked their ass, not because, oh, CCP changed this and made it easier for you. Or if they win, so CCP changed this and made it harder for us, so that's why we lost. Don't give us excuses. That's my point. I, uh, you know, this shit is so much fun. Like, I, I just have to say <laughs> that, like, for some of us, like, we live for the big wars, right? Like, there's a lot of people who are in part of, like, the old school, like, Fountain War, Great War, Casino War crew that, like, resub, and we, we just know life this shit because, like, this is the fun stuff, right? Like, the, the kind of 24-7 fuckery that you can do in a real war in EVE Online that you can't do in a normal war in EVE Online because it's just spaceships blowing each other up. This is, uh, is going to go ahead and uh, it's going to be crazy. Like just even in the middle of the meta show, I'm like looking at something that's going on and then I'm like, okay, can I say this? Okay, I can't say this. Okay, like da 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 da. Like there, there's I'm already- I'm apparently like, missing a war kill. The guys are taunting me that I'm not going like, to get on a like war kill. Like uh, shit's popping off already. It's good. Um, but, you know, I, I want to just say here for a moment for the people who are watching uh, from uh, test. Uh, and again, you're going to be hearing me mainly talking about test because, I, again, initiative can hold everyone accountable, but this is test plan. So as far as Gunstorm is concerned, we are holding tests specifically accountable for this. Um, I see a lot of you guys trying to say that uh, I look shook. Um, I have I'm a big excited. forehead. That's, that's, I, 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 I am excited. I have a big forehead. Like, there if it looks like I'm like all over the place it's because you know most people who are in the imperium right now we are locked cocked and ready to rock like we have well last night so last night uh fucking manny uh just like in br5 when he lost that started things off by fucking up his first structure drop of the war in an area not covered by the nip and so dumbass has this low you know it doesn't matter i don't even know if we're going to follow up on the kill but what i did love to see was uh, so we outnumber them. We we siege this thing easy. We catch it. It's still in low power. It's just a fucking Fortisar and like Norble or whatever. Uh, but 
we have hundreds of our dudes there. Uh, and I'm watching test, sending pings, trying to get numbers for this. And they get like 170 dudes and they ask Brave to form up to help them. And so Brave is pinging and they're getting like, you know, 30 dudes and eagles or something. And then they stand down and we reinforce it into structure. And like, it's all, the thing that I loved about it was the excuses. Their excuse was that everyone in these 103 alliances that are banding together in one big blue donut to come to Fortress Delph uh, is they're tired. They're tired. They're tired from their move. Uh, here in the Imperium, we just tired. force marched from region to region to region, covering our withdrawals, scooping up our keep stars, and getting delve into siege mode. These guys haven't even started, and they're already making excuses about being tired. I want you guys to know, if we look like we're anxious, it's because we're ready. Tiring. We are waiting for the starting bell. We are ready for this. We have been planning this, our response to your long planned backstab. We've been busting our asses for three weeks. We're only just getting started. We are eager for this. We love this. We live for this. This is why many of our ancients have awoken and resubbed just to kill you because, well, again, you don't have to be a fucking puppy, but if you're going to come at Delve, we will use Delve on you. So it's just amazing to me because there's 103 of these alliances. They outnumber us three to one and they're making excuses about, oh, we're just, we're just tired. Oh, goons look shook. You know who's shook? I know who's shook. Villy's shook. Villy's real shook. Villy knows I'm inside his fucking head. Villy knows that I know his plans. Villy's going to try to tell everybody that I'm just lying about this, but you know I'm in your fucking head, dude. I am so eager to show you <laughs> some of the things that we have cooked up for you and yours. Now, that's going to be the last thing I say about Vili, because I know that Vili wants to have the spotlight on him. So what I'm probably going to do is just go back to talking shit about Test Alliance, please ignore. But I want to make it very clear to the rest of the galaxy here that all of our guns are on Test, because we know that these backstabbing little bitches have been planning this for a long time. And if you're not in Test, you know that Test are a bunch of backstabbing little bitches, because we all know that in Legacy Coalition and in PanFam, nobody really likes Test, right? They're essentially just tolerated, right? They're like a Wish.com cheap-ass knockoff version of a wannabe goonswarm from 10 years ago. That's fucking Test. Uh, and their allies just kind of tolerate them, right? <laughs> this is so, yeah. you know, maybe that's the test guys think that everybody likes fucking tests, but we know what's up. And Villy, baby, I know what's up. I can't believe you didn't even Villy plan baby. for the most obvious fucking thing. The most obvious fucking thing you didn't have a plan in your little NATO op plan. Maybe you should go write another, you know, uh, get a spreadsheet, write up a document, do whatever it is that you do when you plan and try to predict the most obvious moves of war, when you're fighting people who are literally famous for being unpredictable. This is going to be fun. But I do, I guess, look like I'm shook because if you don't know what shook really is, um, you know, am I twitchy and jittery? Yeah, like I am. I am fired up. We that, are that's what adrenaline does weeks, to people. I guess if you're not used of to preparation. it. It's been it's, it's, it's coming. Been, it's coming. Look, man, Santa Brisk. Santa Brisk says, "I I know when you're sleeping, and I know when you're awake, and I know if you've been bad or good." So here we go. Um, are you ready for surprise? We got we got maybe ten minutes till we got to kick this out. I'm having fun. There's some funny propaganda that's already started in this war. Do you want to look at some of the propaganda and laugh? Yeah. At it? Yeah, well, let's go ahead and let's look at the propaganda. Some of, the, come, some of this stuff is pretty good. And some of it includes us, which I think is amusing. And I'm sure that based on the amount of herfs and blurfs that we have herfed today, there will be a lot more propaganda coming out uh, on Reddit at least you know later in the day today. So we'll see. Let's do All it. Right, so I got, a, I got a slideshow of some of the funny ones. Uh, these are, some are pro-goons, some are pro-tappy, some are pro, uh, I guess they're neutral. So anyway, here, here we go. So we'll start off with this one, because this, this reminds me, this is the one that I laughed about because uh, uh, we were talking about war planning. So there you go. It's the guys. They're planning the war. And we're going to do the same thing we did 18 times before, because that's the last thing they expect us to do. 
Yeah, you know, this is this is a pretty decent one. Like, uh, if we're basically going to do like peanut gallery and like a meme review here, uh, I think it's decent. We do see a lot of like relatively low effort, like copy and paste alliance logos on heads kind of thing. Uh, yes. What's interesting to this is I like the uh, black adder. That's good. Yeah, is that you know if NC dot and PL were much more involved in the planning of this war, uh, things would be very different, right? Like the 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 fact that. Uh, you know, it seems pretty obvious that uh, that PanFam was not really consulted with some of the more intelligent aspects of this genius plan that uh, <laughs> these nerds have cooked up. Uh, what else we got? Let's see. What All right, let's go to the next one. This one I thought was cute. There, Taffy's a little nervous. They're worried. <laughs> I like this one. Big I like coming. this one. Big happy bee. Yeah, it's big good. bee's coming. Yeah. They're supposed to be invading us, though. Again, like that's one of the funny things. Like, I, I love in like that town hall meeting that Pro God Legend and them did like a week ago or whenever it was. Again, in wartime, guys, like a week ago, might as well have been a year ago. Uh, Legacy even asked their own dudes, well, like, how do you guys think we're doing on the propaganda war? And they themselves were like, D minus. Well, for Legacy, it was just excuses. They know that they have been losing the propaganda war even from the get go because. Well, because the people who are planning and managing this whole thing kind of suck. So if you're looking at tests for meme leadership, right? I mean, right. yeah. All right. All right what else? One. I think the next one is is the is our favorite one. I oh, know it's not. This is this is a good one too. This this one was from today. <laughs> this whole thing makes me laugh because you've seen this one before, and it's basically <laughs> how do we blow the other side of the map? Well, we could have a high set keep star. We could do Billy for CSM. Oh, we'll benefit native fan fam. That's a great idea. So there you go. And then they did it. So this guy, instead of throwing him out the window, which normally happens in this uh, comic, he is being thrown on the shoulders of everybody who walked around. They're, so they're heroes. Now, now that they are finally, they're backstabbing. They're not comfortable to just backstab us. They need to have 103 other alliances and 150,000 pilots gathered together before these guys find their balls. So, all right, what's next? All right, the next one I think is our favorite one. Yes, there it is. Defend Castle Dell. <laughs> I love this one. This I got so to be the good. Karen. I got this to be the Karen. So good. And I love the fact that you're the Karen and I'm the guy that doesn't know how to, that, that, that it, it works really well. ancient M1A1 uh, or M16A1. Uh, yeah, that, that made me laugh. When I saw this, I had a laugh. I, I, I love this say, one. This one, this one is good. I don't know if we made this or if the hostiles made this, but this is, this is, legit, I, I think it like was the favorite. bad guys that made this one, but yeah. I, I have to say I, I did. I, I joked with the guy that made it and said, you got the, you got the facial hair on the wrong guys. Because they got your old, your old, uh, they you know, love the patch. goatee thing. Like, they almost always yeah. post pictures from me from like five years ago. With the and they use the, they use the, the face of me making like something in the, in the, in my in angry my, face. Uh, yeah. That good. was from that's my, good. uh, first commercial. I really like that one. No guys. Like, so whoever that, did that one, I thought that was, that was, that was great. well done. I appreciate you got to give that. credit where it's due, even when the meme is aimed at you. Like, exactly. that's, that's legit. It's and it's good. Fortress Delph, guys. It's Fortress Delph, not Castle Delph. Fortress Castle, Delph. Fortress Delph. All right. This is Catlos. Catlos is back. And I am proud to say that Catlos is in the Imperium. Is not only in the Imperium, he's in the Initiative right now. We have so Catlos. We have Nazal fucking Ghoul. Like, you guys want to come fight a propaganda war against us? And we have Catlos and we have Naz and we have Big Bill the Boss. Like, this is for weeks before this war, it's been a massacre. You know, you can't outpost us. Look upon our posts, ye pubby and despair. And despair. So this Catlos, <laughs> this is funny, and I like the Catlos in here because not only is it a Catlos, it's also making a Preparation H joke, and I found the dick butt. It's right there in the picture there. So where's the show me again? I, I missed it. Look, look, look. All right, I, can, I guess I got up. Oh, I, I see it. I see it. It's down right by the there. wheel by the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's go. good. Right that's up. good. So that's good. I like that. Hell yeah. All right, next one. This is this is a Cymec one. It's not Cymec. It's like in the style of Cymec. This is but really good. I it's thought cute because really it's got well. a lot of different layers to it. I love the initiative, uh, like there's the, the initiative. Look at in the crack. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and it's absolutely true. Like this is basically like we're waiting down the moments until 0001 tonight. Uh, exactly. It'll be in the window. Time. We got the little, we got the little, uh, uh, for, for, uh, I guess it's uh, one of the for, uh, faction forts on the desk there. It's kind of cool. And the busted, uh, busted levy I like. All right, next one. This one, just, this is cute. This is like a little cute. It's, it's low, low effort, low effort <laughs> shit post, but it's funny. Because it's another dino joke. I like the dino jokes. Do you have, this reminds me, uh, this is cute. Do you have, but speaking of this, and I, I don't know which memes Brisk has prepared for this, but 
I have to say my favorite. I don't know whether you have my favorite or not. Do you have the video of the little tappy dinosaur like dancing? I don't, uh, you know, missile? I should have, Donna did oh that and God. I should have grabbed it because that was pretty funny. That's my favorite because like I, the sound, the sound of that dinosaur, like they, they, they got the, it's so annoying and it really, I think it, it just is a perfect on the nose capturing the brand of test is like this little dinosaur that thinks that they're cool and there's this whining noise of this awful dance in the background and then just a, a fucking missile hits this is another good this one is the, I, think I, I love this one too this is this cute. is my favorite because this is this is what happens at the end of the war when test weed outs into goons and we become <laughs> dino bees you know that, that's oh, how that's my. how the war ends i like that. that's very cute i like the dino bees all right what else we got this one made me laugh this one made me laugh <laughs> I like this one too because uh, it, it's like a perfect illustration of like so I, I have a theory again like I, I'm always like Mr. Armchair Psychologist or whatever is that one of the reasons why I guess puppies are so mad about getting called puppies is that when we call them puppies it invalidates their opinions right they don't like getting called puppies because it reminds them that we don't care what they think and most of the time puppies are arguing with each other and like trying to score like ch you know basically chase clout on Reddit I guess they're Whatever it is they're doing, they're clout chasers by and large, and they're fighting each other. And they get mad about the meta show and everything that we're doing because uh, we don't give a shit. So low effort right. impact meme. Um, but and what, obviously like it's not the true. There's, there's uh, 1,700 people watching that's, this right now. That's the joke. That's 1,700. The joke. Like, I, I have oh, to poor babies. You mad. You mad. You mad. I mean, oh, you're it, still watching. Here it we just are. Makes me, it, it's like, it reminds me of, of you know, Howard Stern <laughs> private parts. When, when when they're talking about pulling him off the air and like, no, people love him. Well, what do you mean? These people listen because they want to see what he's going to do. And the people that hate him listen because they want to see what he's going to do. So it, it's, it's, it's the same thing. Uh, sorry, guys. Guys, there's 1,700 and almost 750 people watching this right now. We get, on average, thousands of people watching our YouTube uh, VODs every week. Thousands of people watching the Twitch streams. We've got a podcast. We are the most watched Eve talk show. I mean... Just look at the numbers. So if you honestly think that that people don't want what we're selling, eh, uh, 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 all right, citations needed. All right, here we go. We gotta we gotta actually kind of cut things off here. But I've got one little right. piece of news before we go because we're gonna be headed towards a amazing DJ party that's gonna be starting, I believe, on this stream. Uh, but before we go, I just have one little note here. And again, I can't reveal the enemy's plans. But I just want people to know that, uh, actually, I can't, I don't know if Boat has said that in a public channel or not, but let's just put it like this. Uh, Vili, uh, Boat has figured out some of your plays. Uh, he, it took him a bit. It was apparently just a, a little bit ago. But during the show, Boat has figured out some of the things that you had planned. He's not in the directorate. He just figured it out. So congratulations on running this kind of a thing and congratulations to boat also so good on him but yeah so uh let's do it boys and girls All let's right, do it we're gonna start the party we're gonna get done with the meta show and then we're party going started. to war we're going to fight we're gonna have some fun everybody we'll see you on my one stream pine cones delenda asked you stay classy new eden and let's get this war kicked off right hell yeah